So, Garrett, I'm thinking maybe for the skit that we could riff off of that all-girls party thing. Okie dokie. W- would you want to tell me what that is? Because I wouldn't know, not being a girl and all. Well, not being Japanese, I don't know what it is either. It sounded like it was kind of oh. different from a sleepover. Okay, well, let me let me Google it. Okay, yeah. Girls party Japan. Okay, so so there's this day called Dolls Day or Girls Day. I don't think that's it. No. Oh, um, oh, wait, I found it. Here, how about this one? Crazy Japanese pool party uh, with lots of naughty girls. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I, I don't think that's what we're looking for. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe we should, we should uh, shelf this and start <laughs> the episode. That sounds good. <laughs> Great. Hello, and welcome to Going Digital, colon, a Digimon Rewatch podcast, where I am Shin Garrett. And I am Kit Kat. And this week, we watched episode 10 of O2 and Atmon. We are officially in the double digits. Woot woot. Yes, today's episode was called Captive Digimon, or The Enemy is Metal Greymon. Yeah. Spirals. Yes, spirals. Um, so did you see, did you hear, did you pay enough attention to recap this? Is me first, I guess. Um Yes. I'm I'm glad we never remember what the official title for this is, and we just change the last part every time. I think it's good. I like it. I'm I'm into it. I just like pointing it out because that's the joke. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Well, but yes, tell me about this episode of O2. Okay. So, um, in this episode, they start off with um, Yoli not wanting to go for some reason. So, everybody's just like, okay. And then um, they go and they're trying to find Agumon. And meanwhile, uh, Ken is experimenting on Agumon. And then Wormmon lets him go because he wants all the attention. And then Agumon escapes and he finds the others and then they're going to leave. But then Ken finds them and then they fight. And then um, Ken has reformulated the dark rings into dark spirals and he puts one on Agumon and he's his forever. Uh, and then Matt hits Ty and that's pretty much the episode. Yeah, that that sounds about right. Uh, there's a couple things I want to point point to right away um the first one is matt never ceases to be the worst (laughs) i mean Um, like he's there for like five seconds and he punches ty within five seconds but ty says thank you so obviously ty really needed that he was hitting some sense into him no that's not how that works for sure no matt's just being bad i mean like i'm convinced matt is just the worst well, I have some new feelings about Wormmon, so we'll see, we'll see. But, uh, yeah. And, and Wormmon stuff's very sad. I don't know. I'm kind of becoming anti-Wormmon, which I totally wasn't the first time I watched this as a kid. Because the only reason he lets Agumon go is because he wants the attention. I, Worm, Wormmon is an abused man. 
I mean, sure, that's, you can. That's total like that that syndrome that I forgot the name of. Man, O2 Stockholm. is getting dark real quick. Dark Stockholm. Yes, that one. Thank you, man. O2 got dark real quick. Right, but like with Stockholm, you think that the person who kidnapped you or whatever your abuser is like, um, you know, having to do this, and you like are on their side. Not that you want their attention necessarily, like this. Well, what's the one I'm thinking of then? Because it, it clearly has to be a thing. <laughs> Where you want the attention of the person who abuses you? Um, I mean, I maybe codependence a bit, but I don't think that Ken's really dependent on Wormon. It's, uh, I mean, that is pretty standard. Like, if you're getting neglected, you'll do whatever you need to do to get attention. That's true. Yeah. Depressing, but uh, it's really sad. Oh man, oh, oh, oh it's really sad and depressing. Kind of dark, I didn't, yeah. For I didn't show. remember this. Ugh. This was weird to talk about. <laughs> um, yeah, and the between the dub and the sub, the real difference this episode was um, the way that they talked about Yoli at the beginning. Because in the sub, they're pretty nice to her. They're like, "Well, if you're not." you know, in a in the place where you should be doing this, maybe you should just stay here. Except that um her companion, like baby Hawkmon, whatever, says, in this state you would only be a burden and it's like, oh, alright. Um but then Yeah, in, that was kind of not the best line. Yeah. But, but then not in the false. dub they're they don't even really ask her why she wants to stay. They're just like, Oh, you're gonna stay good. You can do my math homework. You can clean my kendo sticks and they don't like talk to her at all about why she doesn't want to go. And then it's, um, then she's apparently just cleaning her glasses a lot. And no one's like, that's clearly a sign of anxiety. What's wrong? You know, which these elementary school kids should totally catch up on. That's fine. More right. So, so here, math. here's my theory. My theory is that this Miyako thing is actually the A plot and everything else is the B plot. That's fair. Yes. Mostly because I care about it more. And it's interesting. Not that the other stuff wasn't interesting, but like Miyako having to deal with like, oh, shit's getting real. I I maybe shouldn't be so upbeat about this. Yeah, like, that's true. Th- that's pretty neat. Like they, they touched on a thing. It's more realistic. Yeah. I'm pretty into it. I'm less into that there's not much of it and it kind of resolves itself pretty quickly but i was into it being there yeah that was pretty good although then they get to um the digital world and in the dub tentamon's like oh the whole gang's here and izzy's not there yoli's not there no one from the first team is there except ty was like tentamon do you need glasses maybe like bug eyes might be hard to see out of uh yeah i mean you have those compound lenses probably i don't know if one can be nearsighted in a compound lens i don't know um oh and the other there was one other line i really liked from the dub when the um woodmon is like defending the dark tower he says i can't be defeated and then they start attacking him and he goes hey i'm being defeated which is kind of cute. <laughs> um, also, like, 
did they just kind of leave Woodmon to die under the weight of a tower? Yeah, they t- that was like rude. Actually, uh, like he's like he's probably dead now. Yeah, yeah, he got smashed in the ground. So, R.I.P. But uh, I was watching um, Valerian last night, and it actually my I have watched that film. Yes, one of my complaints was that they just these two main characters of this other show that totally we should be talking about, but they just leave people all the time. They're like people get shot and people are getting killed, whatever, and they just get out of the situation themselves and don't help anyone else. And I was totally like feeling this echo of that because the kids are just like, okay, bye, you know, sorry you're dying, like I'm just not okay. Yeah. I, I don't remember. I Like, the last time I saw it, it was in theaters. Oh, you actually saw it, it in the fine. theater? Yeah. My friend was like, hey, you want to go see a movie? I'm like, all right. Oh, well. Did I ask what the movie was? No. I couldn't finish it, actually. But this is not a show about Flarian, so we can talk about that later. I mean, it could be. <laughs> I mean, really, like, you just get it back to Digimon somehow and we're fine. Okay. And well. we did that already, so. Good, good. I guess we did that. Yay, us. Um, anyway, movies aside. Oh, there was one other sort of difference between the dub and the sub that I noticed, which was that um, in the sub, um, Ty says, you know, next time you see Agumon, you have to basically fight to kill him. Because Matt says um, something to the effect of, he'd rather be destroyed by us than controlled by Ken. Um Right. And so then they're like, yeah, next time we see him, we're going to have to murder him. And the in the dub, they changed it to um, Agumon would be okay with us fighting him, basically. And so then they're like, yeah, next time you see him, be prepared to fight him. Like, they were going to just not do that, <laughs> even though they already did do that. <laughs> so I think the right. American they, people were like... they got kind of wrecked. Yeah, they're like, oh, shit, this is too dark for us. Like, these children are like, yes, let's kill our friend because he's being controlled by someone else. I mean, but, like, even in the sub, they're like, well, what if we just attack the the, the spiral? Yeah. Like, Which, that seems like, like a good plan. Duh. Do that. Hello. And Digmon's like, but it's small. And I'm like, so? Figure it out. You're I mean, the they... drill of knowledge. Use some knowledge. <laughs> Ouch, damn, man. You're really handing out the shade today. Um, Apparently. Yes. Also, we've we've evolved rings into spirals because spirals are now spirals are made out of multiple circles. And so that makes it better. Yes. Which also, like, why didn't he just put two on there to begin with? I mean. Uh, well, when it's a spiral, it's linked. So I assume it being linked it makes it something. Probably. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm going back to this Wormmon thing, he he literally just lets Agumon go for the specific purpose that if Agumon's not there, then Ken will have to pay attention to him. That's not really that nice. Like, everybody's always like, oh, poor Wormmon. But then it's also like, okay, but when Wormmon has the chance to do something good, his motives are not positive. I feel like... I mean, but he, Wormmon is clearly in this abusive relationship. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't excuse all of your behavior. But, I mean, uh, no, but should it? I mean, 
it's still like, oh, this poor man is so messed up. This is kind of awful. But like, it's a neat narrative beat. I guess, yeah. And I can see it that Wormon's not getting any attention at all. So he's trying to um, get Ken's attention and be his partner. And yeah. Like, Wormon is not necessarily good. It's more, Wormon is a interesting character in the in the sense of good that's fair yes yeah i uh because obviously there are decisions that he makes that are not the best but like they're not like out of place it's a consistently written man i feel yes i feel like i wish that they had spent a little more time building that relationship because uh, it it seems like it changes a bit over the last ten episodes, and it would have been cool if they had spent just a tiny bit more time on it, so it felt more organic. The change, right? So there, there's a lot of things too, because like all the initial stuff is in um, the second Wonder Swan game, which they expect you to know about, and no one does. Which yeah, I definitely don't. Um, and then like. I mean, it's hard to say, like, could you maybe infer that Ken is maybe getting further taken away by the Dark Spore or further getting evil as the series is going on? And that's what's uh, shifting this change. You could you could maybe make an argument for that. Things do escalate. So you could possibly fit those pegs into the hole and they would be the same same shape. This metaphor <laughs> fell apart. It's okay, I'm with you, I'm with you. That was the end of my thought, too. Oh, okay. Well, and I had another question. Like, um, Ty says, you know, we need to get Agamon to safety, but where are they going to take him? Because nowhere is safe, particularly. True. But before that, after Agamon is let, let free, like, the first thing he does is run back and then get gets a spiral thrown at him basic well first he takes a train and then crashes the train right and also he holds his hand up like he's trying to get the spiral on it <laughs> like put your hand down right. you moron <laughs> if you put your hands behind your back where's it gonna go it doesn't have enough space for your neck or your neck doesn't have enough space for it so just right like Agumon got got free just to get captured again that's pretty depressing. Like, I mean, and poor Ty, like his friend just, he didn't even have to fight for him. He just got him back and he must have been so relieved. And then, you know, 10 seconds later, it's like, oh, fuck. Well, never mind. Now I'm going to have to kill my friend. Like, right. But I, I don't. So then. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that I. uh was not sure what their plan is because it originally the kids were leaving one of the old team in like one spot or whatever which also it seems like there's a lot more squares than that so i'm not sure how they're supposed to be covering all this territory but um so they're all left alone which clearly was a bad idea so hopefully now they're going to all congregate in one area so they can keep watch and um, try to get as many Digimon as they can into the safe areas. 
But they, I don't remember. They don't seem to have it together that well because they're like, oh, we're going to take him to safety. Like, where though? Because nowhere is safe. I mean, away from where they were. I mean, Ty, Ty did at least shoot down the, well, let's go attack the base anyway. And Ty's like, no, let's not do that. Yeah. He's like, because we're going to lose. And then they did. So. Yeah, and then Ty's dumb like 30 seconds later when Algamon becomes evil Metal Greymon and Davis like saves his life twice within like two minutes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, before uh, Andromon was able to see them, recognize them, and get rid of the ring thingy, you know. Yeah, but it was a ring and not a spiral. I mean, he, we just saw him take a math test and not know any of the answers, so I'm not sure he knows the shapes, honestly. That's that's not false. <laughs> um, also, can we talk about Cody's one character trait, which is treating a stick like a kendo sword? <laughs> well, and I think he almost hits his Digimon in the face, too, which isn't exactly nice. Right? Like, it was weird and kind of out of place. Other than Cody does kendo, and we've seen that before. And he's angry, so we're showing his anger by him waving a stick around yeah pretty much and then he throws it at ken and ken's like haha i have an actual whip so nice yeah oh man also can we talk about how badass ken's cape is when um whatever patamon's armor form is shoots the needles he just holds up that cape and it just blocks it all oh i totally missed that that was sweet as hell i'm gonna have to go back and look at that i guess which, I mean, that, yeah, that's pretty impressive. So, I mean, what kind of material is that made out of? Um, digibranium? Har har. It must be, I mean, um, I... he must be as good a hacker as our dear friend Hackmon from the other series. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was a pretty good digivibranium pun. I mean, <laughs> I could have used, I mean, just... What blank anium? Because like, there's gundanium from Gundam. There's animantium. There's vibranium. Like, pick one and put Digi in front of it. Yes, excellent. Yes. I wonder what that. That's not a root. What's the thing? Like a root? Mm, is it a root? It's like a suffix root. Yeah, I think it would be a, a suffix root, probably. I mean, yeah, that, is that is that what at you least call if you it? Said though? that to oh, someone, no. they would know what you're talking about. Yeah, well, a root word is where something comes from, and a Suffix is the ending of it, so the, I don't know, the predecessor for the suffix, but yeah, I, I'm not, uh, linguistics is actually not my major, so I'm not sure, but. That's fair. I'm going to look up what the, what the origin of anium is, because <laughs> it's used a lot in, in metals and stuff, so there's bound to be some connection. Probs, yes, yes. It's interesting. It's a note. You know, how many of those actually do mean something, but then some of them just don't. And so it's like, oh, all right. I'm going to be really sad if this turns out to just be nothing. <laughs> Are you going to, is this our, um, Garrett reads the wiki page? Um, no, segment? I'm not going to do it now. I'll do oh, it when okay. I'm doing show notes, probably. <laughs> all right. There is Digimon to talk about. I also found it interesting that Tentamon goes off to find information and then just never comes back. It happened off screen, I guess. They only have so much time, and they have even less less of a budget. That's fair, yeah. 
But he lives alone in a tree next to like a lake of lava or something. I think that's just where they were meeting up because they went to where Skull Greymon was before. Yeah, I guess. Well, in the dub, they were making all those jokes about like it being his home and like don't touch it and whatever. But yeah, they didn't say that in the sub, so I guess probably it was not. It. So, do we consider things that they said in the dub canon? Um, that's a good question. Okay, so you know how like um. 616 is like the main Marvel universe and there's different numbered universes. No. Okay, so I get to put this in the show notes now um, about <laughs> Marvel universe naming. Um, so there's that. And then for like, so like for slight branches, they use like decimal points. So I would say like the sub is like the 616 and then the dub is like the 616.1 where it's th- almost the same, but is in English and has English things. Okay, so it's canon, but it's not the main canon? Well, it's canon to its own universe. Okay. Okay, but so then that's a... I don't know. I feel like that could be a big difference. Where is Tentamon living? He's living in a tree by the Lake of Fire versus somewhere else. I don't know. I guess I it's know. not that big. It feels big to me for some reason, but I guess it's not actually that big. Um, uh, yeah. Somewhere else. Oh, so Metal Greymon's blue because because Spiral equals virus somehow. Yes. Like they say it, so I wrote it down. I'm like, okay, well, I mean, if you're gonna point it out, sure. Um. So yeah, oh yeah, then they get their shit wrecked in. <laughs> and then um, Miyako shows up with Matt, and then like the end of the episode happens. Yeah, and they didn't even. We get... don't really like cover. We don't really cover the whole Miyako thing and like how no. how she showed up, like what made her decide that. Yeah, she never all of that. finished Matt her makes like uh, on screen. Right. Matt brings up like, oh man, it sure was great that Miyako was uh, waiting. It made it super easy to get here and stuff, and was super helpful. I'm like that's that's cool, I guess. Well, because they can't. So that's because um, without one of the D threes, they're not able to open the gate, right? On right. call, at least. So does the gate close behind them when they go in there? I don't recall. Possibly. And I guess it must, because if any of them went in there and it was open while they were in there and then, you know, closed when they came back, then they would have been able to get in this whole time because Ken was in there. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. And then Biako gets her catchphrase back that, that they had Hika- that they had Hikari steal because they're like, well, we need someone to be the cheerful girl and we only have one other. It's a good thing they have like a backup. kind of rude. Yeah, a little bit, but that's okay. Um, and then TK tries to steal it, and like he he can't do that. So then Miyako takes it back for real, and now she's gonna be happy again, but happy in a more somber, knowing what's going around around her that everything's awful. Sense. Yeah, you know this kind of mimics a little bit the Mimi arc where she is like, I don't want to fight anymore. But Man, that's so good because she totally gets Mimi's crest in like three episodes. 
But it's like so it pales so much in comparison because the the Mimi arc was like a couple episodes and she was very clear about why she was having these concerns. Whereas like Miyako's just like, well, either she's like, I I'm just not feeling it, or she's like, I need to clean my glasses some more. Well, with Locke, maybe they will actually touch on it more when we get to that part. I mean, which is in like four episodes. You've seen this before, and I don't remember. I don't remember it. How far honestly. I went? I don't remember much. I don't remember much of O two. I kind of feel like I didn't see the episode sequentially. I think I just saw like you know episode one. Episode three, episode nine, episode sixteen—you know. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. I don't. I don't remember either. I just. I the last thing I want to bring up is just kind of like my last train of thought for this episode. Mm-hmm. Because I'm just like, man, Matt showed up and punched Ty. He's so bad. This is so dumb. He's the worst. This is going to lead into Davis getting the friendship egg, isn't it? And this is going to fucking suck. And then I looked at the next episode, and the next episode's the fucking friendship egg. <laughs> well, I mean, just he just needed some sense knocked into him. That's all. It's like percussive maintenance for a human. That's all. <sighs> no I don't have anything gusta. else to say about this episode. No te gusta. It's okay. What now? Uh, you don't like it. You don't like it. I mean, it's fine. It's a fine episode. It's not bad or anything. It's probably one of the better ones we've watched. It was, yeah, it was, at least I had more than one thing going on. It was a lot better than the Atmon episode we watched last week. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. I, I like this episode for the most part. Yeah. We're doing stuff. Anyway, should we talk about Atmon now? Yeah, sure. Why not? Watched Atmon episode 10, which is the aspiration of the Atmon, the legendary seven code meeting. Which doesn't, it's not, it's not quite how that works out, but <laughs> I guess that's fine. Um, so now it's time for me to recap this episode. Yep. So I, I digi saw, digi heard, and I'm gonna digi tell you about this episode. <laughs> as soon as you tell me when to go. Alright, and go. Okay, so this episode, the the two seven code Digimon that they have get an invitation to go to the seven code party which is great because Hara was worrying about like oh man uh we gotta we gotta deal with leviathan because like i don't want everything to be awful and the world to fall apart so they do that and uh it's uh ray who is the evil kid i guess and hackmon kind of like bribe or force mailmon to do this though mailmon's a pretty good boy so kind of sucks for him but yeah. they go to this mansion they have some shenanigans. There's a pool on the roof because they have to fit in the fan service somewhere. Um, Ray tells everybody to put their clothes back on and he'll tell them the, his name. Um, and then they fight and then Ray knocks all their shit in because he super realizes his super form, which is different somehow. Um, and then their seven code app things get stolen and Ray's like, don't, don't do shit. Don't look in Leviathan. Done. Okay. 
three seconds over. Not bad. I I think I was on time, actually. Well, according to time.is, you were three seconds over. Well, just take out some of the ums I had in there and it's fine. That's fair, yes. Yeah, this uh, this episode was interesting. Um, I thought it was going to be another one like last time where they were just partying. Um, oh no, there was things that happened. Yeah. Also, I want to point out, they're all fucking dumb. Like, Elberger? <laughs> Come on, Elberger? Yeah. Like how... Like the logos even on the wall. Yeah. I thought that's what he was staring at, honestly. Oh my god. So dumb. So dumb. Yes, so sorry. About it being. Anyway. <laughs> um so yeah, and then, then other stuff happens. Alright, yeah, it starts on like Haru's like eating this burger that then Gachiman kind of passively, aggressively steals. <laughs> um, and then Haru's just like, man, things would be really bad if Skynet happened. We should definitely stop Skynet. Um, which then leads to them talking about the seven code stuff at at their local bookstore. I was going to say library, but it's not a library. Mm-mm. It's a bookstore. Um, and then the seven code man are like, Hey, we got this invitation for this party. And then stuff happens, which there is a little bit of a uh, sleight of hand in there because the two seven code, uh, Atman make it sound like this is a thing that they've been to before. Right. And the whole time I'm just like, this is a trap. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. But, uh, well, for a second, I was like, maybe this is just going to be another episode um, where they, like, play games and whatever. But that wouldn't make any sense because then they'd be able to capture them and that would be way too easy. Right. Yeah, I agree. But they invited and then Ari's like, is it like a girls party? And they're like, yes. And everybody's shocked. And they and then she keeps naming things and they're, and they're like, yep, this is what we do. Which, like, some of that sounds like a sleepover, and some of that sounds a little more intense. Like, I've never been to a sleepover with a karaoke machine, I have to say. Well, I mean, what if you, like, went out and did karaoke and then went back to wherever you were having the sleepover? Well, how old is Aerie? Uh, 14. Yeah, when I was 14, I didn't have the money to do such things, so... I don't know what the cost of a karaoke room in Japan is. I don't either. I mean, maybe it's not that bad. It, it's probably just a cultural thing. Because a lot of times we would like go hang out at the mall and then go to someone's sleepover. And it would literally just be like trying on clothes at Forever 21 and, you know, eating a Cinnabon and then going home. So maybe that's the Japanese version. I do not know, so... Possibly. But anyway, so yeah, that whole thing's set up. And uh, and then we see... We're, I think like we don't see until they actually go um, that Mailman set it up, and then Hackman's like, holding like his hack arm behind him, and he's like, hey, you better do this. And Mailman's like, man, I really don't want to do this, but I'm gonna have to do this. Yeah. 
Um, also, he has skates on, and that's adorable. <laughs> Mailman is a good design. Uh, yeah, uh, he's pretty cute. I um glad, glad you agree because he is. Well, yeah, I was kind of wondering like what he's like in a fight because he's really just kind of um he's so funny because he keeps saying like oh I didn't want to do this I have to show them or I have to give them more food or turn on the heat or you know oh I didn't want to do this but I have to make a pool like bring them up to the pool and it's just like he's kind of like oh i didn't want to pamper you more oh i didn't want to pamper you more i didn't want to slightly inconvenience you well so, i mean because like he's being forced like I, maybe if he was like actually trying to fight it would be different yeah totally well i was that's what i was wondering it's just like if he's always like that like like junk mail would be like a good attack actually that would be pretty cute yeah so I didn't entirely catch whether Mailmon actually belonged to um, Ray. Like, oh yes, if Ray had his chip. I guess okay. Yes, it was in it was in an earlier episode at like the very end where it showed it. It might have been the Reporimon episode. I don't remember the exact episode, but at the end it shows um, Ray getting his own seven code, which was Mailmon in that case. Yeah, that's good. Also, you're a seven code if you have a glowy orb that you can turn on and off. Well, although the garbage one didn't have an orb, did it? No, he does. He does? Okay. Well, so that's the clue then, if they if you see a glowy orb. What if you take the glowy orb and you just give it to a different appmon? I I don't think that's how that works. It's mm, a shame. Um, but yeah, so then shenanigans happened for a good part of the episode where like they they eat first which the question of like how do the kids eat in an ar field and how does that work like sciency i don't know well they had popcorn before i think when they were when astra and haru were sitting on the couch watching their um bad memories or whatever i think they had that's popcorn. true i still wonder about it though oh yeah i just mean this isn't the first time i I don't really know how that works. It would be great. Wouldn't that be great if you could, like, go into an AR field, eat whatever you want, it would taste amazing, and then you could go back and continue your diet in the real world where there were actual calories? Um, Yeah. I'd be so into that. I would also be into that. So they do that, and then, so the two two seven codes are, are spending, like, all of the time getting ready, so they're not there yet. Which kind of ruined his mailman's plan of like doing the whole drop the floor beneath them that like every evil mansion has. <laughs> and uh so then he falls down because of course shenanigans. Yeah, he just made a mistake. <laughs> he was so anxious that he like I mean this I feel like this is what I would be like if I had to do something evil. I'd suck, just be so bad at it. Like bumbling around trying to be evil. Mailman's cute. Mailman's good. And then and then like Mailman finds out that the Kodak that the iPad is under Gachuman's hat, so now <laughs> it's just trying to get his hat off. Which just doesn't work. Like first he tries to just uh turn up the heat, which doesn't work. And then they're like, Well, let's go to the pool upstairs. And then everybody magically has swimsuits. Also and then, that, yeah. 
And then uh, Mailman's like, surely he won't swim with a hat. And then he's swimming with a hat. And then he's like, God damn it, I'm just going to take it off your head. And then he can't because it's on too tight. <laughs> well, and which explains some things about Gotchman, actually. Hat's on too tight. He's not going to be blood to his rude. Head. Talk about throwing some shade. <laughs> but at, at no point during this did the kids or the Digimon go, where are the other seven code? And they don't even bring their seven code out because they were still getting ready. Like, that just, that was kind of convenient to me that it, they never came out and they were never like, hey, where's everyone else? Yeah, but then there's the super inconvenience of turning the pool into a sauna. Yeah. Because that's just the worst. <laughs> I mean, it was I boiling, apparently. I rolled my eyes apparently. really hard when I said that. So, uh, boiling's bad. Maybe. So then, so then Ray and Hackman show up. And everybody's like, who are you? And he's like, put on some clothes and we'll talk. So then they do. And he's like, hi, I'm Ray. Yeah, I like that he didn't want to fight them in their swimsuits. <laughs> like, that's Ray kind is of like, weird. I just feel like, all right, get to it, you know. He's like, he's like, he's not, he's not a bad guy. He is so unvillain like like, he's only, like, vaguely villain. He's just kind of a dick, honestly. But, like, but he's not. He came up with all that nice stuff to do with them. Oh, I thought like, you meant Ray. Like, he came up with the food and yeah, the yeah, pool. Yeah. yeah, Ray came up with that. Uh, I thought he brings Mailman it up. He, ma- he makes there. it up. He's like, I searched, I searched this up to how to do this. When does he say that? Uh, like, during that part. Where he's um where he's in where he's introducing himself and stuff. Oh, I guess I just thought he was saying like we did. I, I did this as in I made Mailman do this. I told him to you know. I thought he was taking more of a managerial kind of approach. No, he's like I heard girl parties were popular right now. Oh, he did. You're right. Yeah. So he was like, let's make it a girl party, but not the porn kind. Yeah. I mean, so he's just like, I I don't know what happens because I haven't I haven't watched this yet. But I'm going to assume <laughs> it's just like, I need to do this by myself. I can't let anybody else risk whatever for it. I can handle it. I'm gonna be a lone wolf. And then later on, he's gonna be like, Oh no, I failed. I can't do that. And then he's gonna learn the power of friendship. And then they're all gonna be friends. This is a hundred percent headed towards power of friendship. Yes. Like, that just kind of seems what is going to happen. Because, like, he hasn't really done anything, like, super evil. Like, I don't no, really think, like, any of the stuff he did was remotely life-threatening. No, and he's not trying to be evil. He's, I mean, he's being kind of a not sharing your toys nicely. Because they could work together. Right, but, but he's got to be the lone wolf. Yeah. Which is silly. Suffering from some Man. like toxic masculinity. Unrelated to that, I, whenever I say lone wolf now, I can't help but think to one of the common writer build forms, which is wolf and smartphone. What and the like hell? the catchphrase for it is like the the something something lone wolf, and it's something to do with phones, and it's so good. And I just can't help but think about that when uh when I say lone wolf now. I'm just going to randomly text you lone wolf during the day. <laughs> I'd probably laugh. 
Um. Oh, so then they fight, and then... Okay, so they, they don't explain this, and they better, I swear to God, explain this later on. So everybody just evolves the normal way using AppLink, except for Ray. So Ray takes the chip that's created of his Super Digimon, and, like, the other kids have this, too. So, like, when um when they all did it the first time, they got the chip afterwards, uh, but they, they don't use it. And, like, Gachuman brought something out about, like, how he needs to get more powerful before using it way back in, like, episode three. But then, so, Ray uses it, and he makes his super form, but, like, that's now, like, even more super because he did it this vaguely different way. And I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I don't It seems like he has maybe even hacked the app system. No, because I'm like 90% sure the other kids do this later on. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe he's just been at it for longer than they have. He looks older. I, I think that's the case. I think like he had his Apple driver before Haru. But, like, he just, like, does this slightly different thing where, like, I'm going to use the chip instead of just fusing them, and that makes it more powerful, and I don't quite understand why. But it does, because then he proceeds to wreck everybody with his new ability, super hacking. Yeah, which just, he which literally like says hacking, double hack. But super. And, which, I mean, you're, that's not, that's not how that works. Honestly. Oh, oh! But you didn't bring up the best part where double hacking is using two keyboards. Yeah, well, that's that's why I'm saying it doesn't work. Like it's one hand on each keyboard, which is effectively one keyboard. Like that's kind of just using a split keyboard, actually. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like but, you're not. You can't hit all of the. I don't know. I, I'm I'm kind of like not impressed by that. It's just dumb. <laughs> but it does remind me of another anime. Um, Battle Programmer. Um. Shigrace or Shigrase or whatever, however Japanese names work. And uh, in one episode, he does um, a super hacking with five keyboards. Holy cannoli. How many and hands? It just reminds does he me have? of that. Like, Only are they two. connected to different computers? Or like. No, it's just connected to one computer. Like, he pulls out like a special USB hub to be able to plug all these keyboards into one computer. Uh, it's so good. So I discovered that, uh, <laughs> kind of related to this, that a friend of ours who's super good at video games is like super bad at computers, and um, yeah, and was it just kind of floored me because I thought that the Venn diagram of people who like video games really, really like video games are really good at video games, and people who like computers and understand computers was like a circle. But apparently it's not no, quite. No, it's not. And so it sounds like the, perhaps the circle of people who draw anime about computers and people who actually understand computers may also not be a circle. No, no. I think they understand computers and just don't give a fuck. <laughs> they're like, it's fine. Don't. It's a metaphor. Don't worry about it. No, they're like, but this looks cool. Yeah, I guess it looks cool. I don't know, it didn't seem all that exciting to me. I thought it looked cool. Well, I didn't actually see it, so in fairness, I don't know what it looks like. 
Yeah, but then, but then, like Hack Hackman's evolved form kind of just wrecks everybody's shit by like his tail is like a hacking key, and he just like puts it into places and then hacks shit. It's kind of yeah, cool. that was so interesting. His his tail and the end of his tail and his claws like change shapes into different kinds of key looking dealies. Yeah, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like a hacking metaphor of like a skeleton key, I guess, which is kind of neat. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I like that. Oh my god, there's a key dragon form in Kamen Rider build, and he uses keys and it's a dragon. Uh, does this fold into your theory that Atmon's actually about, uh, uh, oh my I, god, I my mean, brain just I don't stopped. think I ever had to prove that, that Atmon was extremely common Rider. It was common kind of just Rider. always there. I don't know what was in my brain, but it was not common Rider. I don't know. Uh, so anyway, so he proceeds to wreck everybody's shit. And then he steals the the iPad. And then the other uh, seven codes come out. And Haru's like, you're being stolen. And they're like, oh. Oh, no. They're like, but I look so good. <laughs> and then they're stolen. And then Ray's like, stop worrying about Leviathan. Because Haru's like, can, can I please have them back? Like, that's his solution. He's like, I'm going to ask nicely for them back. I mean, it never hurts to try, honestly. I mean, but, like, they, they legitimately just had a fight about it. Yeah. Um, but Ray's just like, no, it's too dangerous for you. And then, and then like, it shows, like, those other evil Atmon watching, and they're like, oh, now that they have their seven cold stolen, we should steal their Apple drivers, too. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. Which would make sense. Actually, that was a comment I meant to make about the first um, episode we watched uh, of o the episode of we O2? just watched of O2. Yes, sorry. Um, <clears throat> was that Ken just like leaves them there, even though they're a threat to him? I guess he feels like they're not a threat at all and just like leaves, even though he could easily have crushed them, which is poor planning on his part. I so, thought we talked about this last week. We're like, we're like killing kids is too much of a line. I mean, but he could get, he he has a dark spiral. If he only made one, I guess, whatever. But he could dark ring all of the, all of their Digimon and take them away. And then the kids would be effectively powerless at that point. And then definitely not a threat to him. And so I was glad to see that the villains in Atmon were like, we should take care of this all the way. Yeah. I mean, well, it's been like a lot of years between the two. Yes. They've learned how plots and characters and things should work. Good job, guys. They did it. Yay. Um, did you have anything else to say about this episode? Um, no. The only other comment I wrote down was that um, when uh, Aries telling them what all girl parties are like, Astra's like, the next time you have one, you have to invite me. And she just looks at him. And I, I, I'm i not sure if it was, like, innocence. It seemed to be innocence. He wasn't acting like um, Brock from Pokemon and, like, drooling all over it. So I'm assuming that he legitimately was just like, that sounds like fun, which is kind of adorable. Well, yeah, because, yeah, he is, he is the youngest out of them. Yes. So I thought it was interesting. Um, yeah, so I think... I think this is it. I think we have concluded an episode of this podcast. Da, 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 da. Which you can find on the internet at 
goingdigitalpodcast.com where there's links to all of the things. And then there's iTunes. iTunes ratings are super cool because metrics and algorithms and stuff. So yeah, if if you want to, you can. If if not, also cool. Yes, you won't hurt our feelings. <laughs> yeah. So that is an episode of this podcast, which I already said. Yes. Yes. So are you going to talk about the Digivolution now? Uh, no, that comes after the the other thing. Okay. Well, this was fun. And I enjoyed it. I hope everyone else did too. And we will see you all next week. Yes. You you were supposed to do your haiku thing. Oh, there. I totally that, forgot. That's where it yes, would yes. go. It goes here. Yes. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to try inserting uh, uh, haikus about this. So my very first one is falling sick on a journey. Miyako goes wandering over a field of digivices. The digivolution will not be hacked. Oh, that's a good one. I, man, the thing is, though, I, I don't keep track of which ones I use, so I might end up repeating at one point by accident. <laughs> uh, well, if people care about that, listeners care about that, they will write in and yell at you. That's true. Anyway, good time. Good night. And stop.